Too cold up north? Thinking about moving to Florida? Well, I did, and here's what I learned. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com, our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to another episode. Yep. Um, I hope anybody who's listening up north is warm again. Oh, uh, s- well, we sure are down here. It got warm again here really quick, right? I mean, it was... Yeah. Yeah. It, you got. We were going out yesterday and you and the kids were all like, we need to dress warmly because we just kind of been in that mode. You know, it's like been kind of cool down here for two weeks now it's been, it's been florida cold which is a different version yes, than that's why i said cool and not cold right then polar <laughs> vortex cold which right is sort of we saw that it was just ridiculously cold across like the midwest and then yeah. across like most of the northern midwest and great lakes and stuff and well, it, like you have family in chicago yeah where it was something like minus 50 with the wind chill across from like minnesota to illinois through wisconsin northern iowa well and didn't you brother and, your brother say like they just have basically they closed off their downstairs yeah, he, and like that just like doesn't exist to them anymore yeah they had to cold. they had to shut off the downstairs <laughs> they had to just basically hunker down upstairs <laughs> heat rises yeah one of the first things you learn in physics <laughs> right and just the downstairs is an uninhabitable just hellscape <laughs> can't go down there right now it is right. so cold we were there last year and i remember there's one one particular room that they had when it was minus five was just super cold like you couldn't even go in there and now they were getting something like minus 20 and then minus 50 with the wind chill yeah and there was like a meme going around i don't even know if it was a meme just a picture going around that some weather channels were sharing that showed it was about a hundred degree difference between florida and like the upper midwest between Man. minus 50 up there i mean that's with wind chill and then like 50 60 degrees down here well it's you know it's funny that just the difference and your mindset because like down here even when it's really cold outside say cold for us obviously so it's 30 degrees outside or crazy it's in the 20s which happens maybe at most once or twice a year right um if you need to go get something from your car like you can still run outside yeah. in shorts and barefoot. I'll go out there barefoot at night. Sure, grab something from your car really quick because you're only out there for a minute. You know, so it's like, oh, I'll just go grab it from the car. I don't have to like put on like, you know, a coat and boots and a scarf and a hat. But up there, man, there's no running to your car really quick unless you have an enclosed garage. It's like you got to get dressed to go run, get something out of from the mailbox or whatever. Well, I you remember know? doing stuff like that back when I lived up there, and I would I wouldn't go outside in shorts in the wintertime because you're not wearing shorts in the wintertime <laughs> ever, like never. So, right. but I mean, I could I could recall maybe running outside, putting on slippers or gym shoes really quick, running outside real quick, grabbing it, come back in. But you're still wearing long pants, and maybe you throw on a coat, you know? Yeah. Um, and but not when it's minus twenty. So that's what th- this whole polar vortex thing the super cold weather that's kind of made history and it's made national news even if you weren't living there was sort of the inspiration for this week we'll get to that and so we'll get to some of the stuff you just talked about where i know a lot of times when it gets cold up there 
you see all these memes and pictures. Everybody hates Florida. It's minus 50 up here. And then in the map, they show how it's like orange and yellow still down yeah, here. And everyone's absolutely. still wearing shorts. And this is the time of year. And I've seen it. I've seen it on my Facebook and Twitter feed. Friends of mine who lived up there who are saying like, you know what? Forget it. This is it. This is it. I'm moving I'm to Florida. I'm moving to Florida. <laughs> right. And I did that. I did that um, back in 2001. I was eventually, I moved here. I didn't like retire here like a lot of people do. I moved here when I was not even 30. I was pretty young still and decided I didn't even want to get to the point where I'm sick of living up there. Yeah. I'm going to move here while well, I can, right? Right. And we'll get to this ahead of uh, Not even a 30. Bit. You were what? 26, 27? So, something like that. And yeah. I wanted to kind of do an episode talking about what it's like to just pick up and move to Florida and what to expect. Yeah. And what to things that might be what's a misconceptions or things that you might be thinking now that you might change your thoughts of later. This is going to be a little bit of a different episode than normal. Normally we talk about things to do down here. Things to do. We talk yeah. about theme parks things we've and done state or whatever. parks and weekends and events. But um, And I haven't really had a hand in this at all because obviously, as most of you know, I think I'm a native Floridian. You, so you I, are the one. I was, I was, I'm not the one, but there aren't many of us. There's a lot of transplants here in Florida. So I am a sixth generation native Floridian. Um, our kids are seventh generation native Floridians and, um, and I had considered moving away from Florida, actually. I, I was actually, if you remember, I was in the middle of interviewing for a job up in um, Maryland. Was it Maryland? When I met you, yeah. I thought it was, okay, I knew it was somewhere on the East Coast up there. I thought for some reason it was like North Carolina or Virginia. So. But I remember this. Oh, it was Virginia. You're right. It was Virginia. It was Manassas. I can't believe I remember that more yeah, than you. Yeah, you're right. It was right? Manassas, Virginia, and um, which I'd never heard of in my life, but... Um, but so, I mean, even though I am a native Floridian, it wasn't like, oh, I am living in Florida and I'm never leaving. You know, right. I wasn't like that kind of native Floridian, although I I'm here now and I've been here for a very long time and it doesn't look like we're going anywhere, you know, but but a lot of a lot of people from Florida leave, you know, it's funny you say that because I didn't put that on my list of stuff to talk about. But that's a really good point. I yeah. do. I do get that people who come here from somewhere else tend to be a lot more happy to be here than the people who are born here. Yeah. It might be a grass is greener on the other side kind of maybe, situation. Maybe. Maybe. Or, I don't know. Anyway. All well, right, so you, we'll get you, to you it, You tend though. to dump on your own. People are more harsh on the place where they're from, maybe, a little bit. Well, I, f- I don't know. I feel like most of America is pretty harsh on Florida. <laughs> it is. That's Florida man. And we're going to talk about Florida man. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. So, it just, you know, I, I, I have to say just because I... I, I agree with a lot of what people think of Florida, like the, the things that sometimes they think Florida's like. Yeah, sometimes it is like that, but we're not all like that. <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about that when we get there. When we but get anyway, there, when we get there. I, yeah, I'm gonna be I digress. A, I'm a bit of an apologist for Florida, man. Maybe it's because I don't, I wasn't born here. I chose to live here, so I tend to like say, hey, guys, it's not quite like that. But yeah, right. So a um, couple announcements to talk about before we get into that. So we were just kind of a cool thing to... Um, to, to, to announce we were just um joined what's called the florida pod the podcast florida network yes so um a, a group that does this sort of this website and this network yeah they're that, like a networking website and they asked us to join them that yeah. was really nice uh podcast florida it's a way to just sort of cross promote us and other shows yeah. we can 
other these other podcasts can kind of mention us. We'll mention them. And, and it's can, PodcastFL. PodcastFL.com. Um, it's not going to like change the content of the show. We don't have anybody no, 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 no. telling just, us what to talk about or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's just a network we joined. So thanks for to them for reaching out. And and we're looking forward to, to getting to know all those folks. Yeah, so we can kind of... Uh, grow and make some friends in the podcast community absolutely and today right now is actually the, the the time we're recording this right now it's super bowl sunday we have no idea this is going to go out on monday after the super bowl we have no idea what's going to well, happen it's funny that you say that because i was thinking about this and i was like we should totally record like two intros to this and have it be like yay the rams won go rams, right. or go patriots and then you know edit whichever one is the right one but then i was like yeah that's too much work or go saints <laughs> who should be in the thing because oh my gosh yeah we just had that whole discussion our daughter who doesn't follow football at all we just i just showed her that whole clip that whole clip about what happened in the playoff game a couple weeks ago and the, the bad non-call and she was like what what like she's super outraged now and she's not even like a fan so that's fun but you know what's funny is the next two Super Bowls are going to be in Florida yeah next year is in Miami the year after that it's going to be in Tampa right here and that's I've been kind of cool. joking around I guess this is I guess this is a joke we can't I don't know we'll see maybe this we'll make this a super unattainable goal to like make this somebody asks us to come to the super bowl i want to be on radio road you know what radio row is no so every super bowl there's they usually do this in like a hotel ballroom or a conference center or a big like exposition hall or something like that where okay lots of radio stations around the country they all do their shows from this one place oh okay and it's kind of like a press junket where players yeah former players and coaches and all these media people and celebrities will walk around and they'll just do interviews from radio station to radio station and so okay. if you're listening to sports radio in Cleveland or Chicago or Buffalo or New York or wherever you'll kind of hear the same celebrities the same coaches because they just walk around and do interviews from place to place and I was joking with my friends that's going to be here a couple of years from now we should definitely go to the events and go check it out and hang of out course, and talk yeah. about that but to be on like Radio Row is like our little podunk podcast we will we know we made it then if that's, <laughs> that's- that's that's the goal. That's the that's the the measure. We'll we'll know we made it if we're there. If we're on Radio Row. Well, I I would be interested. Let's see if anyone actually comments on this. So, um, I would be interested to know because you have mentioned in the past, and other people have mentioned to us. You know, are you guys going to talk about sports at all on your Florida podcast? Because sports. I mean, Florida is a big place for sports. We've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, um, the Florida Gators. If you follow college football, Florida, you know, Seminoles, those are all big, big um, schools that are, you know, big football schools. Right. So, um, and it doesn't just have to be football. You know, there's other <laughs> sports, you know, baseball and all that good stuff. But um, I would be interested to know, is does anyone want to listen? Does anyone want to hear about that kind of stuff? Because I don't. <laughs> so, so, but I don't want to just, in, in, you know, infuse my own personal wants and desires onto our listeners. So if someone is interested in that, you know, I, I assume they're probably listening to a sports podcast, but, but specifically Florida sports and how you can go, we, you know, we talked a little bit in our in our um, bucket list about going to minor league baseball games. Yeah. It's kind of a, a fun thing to do, that kind of thing. So I would be interested to know if anyone is, is, is eager to hear that kind of stuff as a part of things to do in Florida. Yeah, that's the thing. I wouldn't talk about it as like a sports podcast, but, oh, no, no, but no. as a things to do because yeah. I've gone to the Grand Prix of St. Pete, super really fun. I've been to tra- uh, races in, at Daytona, really, really fun. Yeah. 
we've gone to minor league baseball games. We've gone to, um, we talked about going to, we've, I've been to a couple spring training games, but we have not been to a spring training game since we've done this show. Yeah. So we just talked about this a couple days ago. We're like, you know what? Spring training is in a few weeks. We should go to a game, at least right. one, and talk about it, shoot some videos, talk about the experience. I don't want to do a Yankee game because that's like a, a big, like there's, the Yankees ha- are, uh, they play in like the biggest minor league stadium. It's yeah. they, they, they are the most expensive and they have the mo- biggest crowd and it's more like a real major league regular season game. Yeah. I'd rather go to like the Blue Jays or one of the smaller, right. just to kind of get a little more of a, a smaller feel Small about vibe. that. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I remember the NHL All-Star game was just here a couple years ago and it was right before we started the podcast and we thought... That'd be a cool thing to do. Maybe not go to the game, but just check out all the events and talk mm-hmm. about that as a, a, one of those things to do in Florida. Yeah. And we we didn't have the show going at that time, but yeah. there's more. Yeah. There's more. So Anywho. this is a long intro to get to what we're going to talk about. So um, you're going to move to Florida. You want to move to Florida. It's 2000. It's been 50 below zero. You live in Minneapolis. You live in Chicago. You live in Green Bay. Yes. Cleveland, a place like that, Buffalo, New York. Okay. You're going to move down here. So I did this in 2001. Right. Uh, October 2001 is when I eventually just kind of moved, up and moved. Mo- up and moved. Uh, I just I didn't want to get to the point where I was sick of the cold, and I always liked it down here. I've been but down here a bunch of times. But you were sick of the cold, weren't you? I kind of already was. Yeah. I think I have that thing where... Like the weather affects you. Yes. Yes. Like if it's gray and cold for a long time, I just kind of get like down. Even here, like if we have three or four days of rain, I get like kind of antsy. Yeah. You know, I don't want to say depressed, but I get like, dude, bring out the sun. Right. Right. And uh, July is kind of like that here. I do kind of mention that in my list where the month of July, we get a lot of rain. It's the sunshine state does not hold true in July. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's it is sunny. Most of the day. And then at three o'clock, it starts raining. Yeah. And it rains for a few hours and then it's sunny again. The the afternoon storms are a thing. They are really a thing. Oh, yeah. Definitely a thing. But but it's not like there's no sunlight for days at a time. There are. There have been a few times, though, where I'll look out inside and go, man, we haven't seen the sun in three days. But that's not usually. I mean, the... The in days, the summer, middle middle of the summer, the days in Florida where it starts rainy and ends rainy are very. The exception. They aren't common. You're right. They They're aren't not common. very. I mean, it rains here. It rains here quite a bit, but it's not. It's it's like a, it's an hour long or two hours long, and then it's gone. You know, it's very weird. I'm sure to people, you know, not from here, but it's not an all day thing. It's not like oh, it started rainy and it's ending rainy. And I mean, we do have those occasionally, but that's that's the exception to the rule. Well, I remember a few years ago we rented a bouncy castle. A bouncy house was in the backyard for our son who's got a birthday in June, which is yeah. kind of during the rainy season, right? And it rained in the morning, and it just you know it was raining, and the bouncy castle got all wet, and yeah. I it was like. Wasn't even sweating it. I'm like, I know no. this is going to pass. And yeah. it did. And by the time the party came, it was perfect. It was great. I remember a friend of mine came down to visit from Illinois, went to one of the beaches, and we were driving on the way to the beach, and it was pouring thunderstorm on the way to the beach. And I could tell, I knew my buddy in the other car who was following me there was sweating it and freaking out and going, the whole beach day is ruined. And I'm like, by the time we get there, it'll be sunny. And we get down there, 
not a cloud in the sky. It's yeah. just one of those weird things. So yeah, that's how Florida is. Yeah, we're kind of getting ahead of. I had the weather in my. I'm sorry. Okay. No, that's all right. That's all right. All right. I like you, to you, jump around. You, yeah, you you tell us where to go. So the first thing I want to talk about is a lot of people probably they look at Florida, they look at the pictures of the beaches and the palm trees and yep. and all the water and all that. And we do have a lot of beaches and palm trees, right? And they listen to too many Jimmy Buffett songs. Yeah. And they think that's life, man. I'm going to come down there and I'm going to be at the beach all the time and I'm going to own a boat. Yeah. And I'm going to have a jet ski and I'm going to be a, you know, just live like a beach bum all the time. And guess what? You're probably not. Well, <laughs> you still got to pay the bills. Right. So it, it reminds me of that um, time that we were down in St. Pete at um, uh, John's Pass. And I, I was know watch- exactly what you're going to say. And I was watching the jet ski guys like it was people, it was like toward the end of the day. So people were returning their jet skis. And I think we've talked about this before, but people were returning their jet skis and they were like a well-oiled machine. They were like rinsing them off. They, you know, filing them away, accepting people back, you know, talking with the folks. But it was like a well-oiled machine. But they were like these all like and there were girls and guys but they were all like you know they reminded me of like surfer dude you know kind of personalities and they had the kind of long hair they're all like you know sun-kissed skin you know tan yeah and it's like man that's that's the life you know you're just sitting there rinsing off jet skis you know helping people enjoy their vacation um but to them, it's a job. I yeah, mean, they have yeah. to get up and be like, oh, I don't want to go into work today. You know, I mean, yeah, they're sitting on a dock and, and playing with jet skis, but it's, it's got still its work. It's, it's something you'd want to do before while well, you're young. Right. And yeah. You can do that. I think right. That'd be fun. I remember we once went uh, whitewater rafting like up in Tennessee. Yeah. And all the people that were like the guides and stuff, they like lived like on a camp there. Yeah. And it was like there's a part of that that's kind of like a romantic like that'd be awesome to like live in a tent and take people out whitewater rafting all the right, time right like, yeah, maybe not really yeah, after like not. the third or fourth week of that that might get old <laughs> yeah and then but it's funny the john's pass story now john's pass is this little boardwalk area it's near it's between saint pete and clearwater yep restaurants and bars right in the water and you can rent boats and jet skis there and the same day you're talking about going back to like the whole i've listened to too many jimmy buffett songs i'm yeah. in florida we went into this restaurant there and there was a Jimmy Buffett cover band playing in there yes. and to all these, everybody in there is a tourist. You can tell there's not a single Floridian in there <laughs> and they're all having the best time and they're listening to this music and it's a great summer day and, right. you, can, and you can just look around and see how many people they want to like move here. They think this is life here, right? Yeah. And yeah, we go to like the beaches couple times a year yeah not enough that we feel like i mean we could go a lot more not as much as we would like yeah and that's the thing like when you go you're like wow we i love the you know this is great we're having a really great time here why don't we do this more often then you kind of don't go as often as you want yeah, to still, I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, we could. I mean, we could go more, but it is kind of a pain, you know? I mean, it's an hour away. It, you have to drive if, an hour to get there. N- where we do, where we're not right Mo- on the beach. But most places aren't right on the beach. Right. You know what I mean? Like, most places you live, you're going to live near a city that where you have a regular job. So you live in Orlando, you live in Tampa. Um, you know, even in Miami or Fort Lauderdale, you're not living right on the beach, you know? It takes time to get to the beach. So at best, you're probably a half hour away, you know, more likely maybe 45 minutes to an hour away. Right. You well, know? for us, Tampa, if you look out on a map, you'll see, look, it's right on the water. Well, it's on the bay. It's not really on, on the, the, the Gulf, yeah, right? The Gulf, we don't yeah. really have beaches on the bay. Uh, it's a lot of mangrove forest. And right. So you have to go to the yeah. Gulf to get to the right, beach. Right, right. Yeah, so it's a hike. And, and 
not only that, but you know, you're, you're got to take all your kids stuff. You got to take all the sandcastle building stuff and you know, you got to do all that stuff. You got to get in the car. You got to go out there. You get too much sun. You get sunburnt. You got to get back in the car, all sandy and, and itchy and sunburnt. And you got to drive home an hour. That's you know, the thing. I love it's so. <laughs> I love going to the beach and I love being there, but I hate leaving. Right. And part of it is not because, Oh, we're leaving the beach. It's because man, now I got to schlep all the same stuff back to the car. Except and now, now it's, it's sandy. Now it's sandy. And now it's all messed up. It's not folded up neatly anymore. Right. Right, right. And so like we were saying, if you do go to the beach, you live here. Yeah, I want to become a beach bum. And that's awesome. And we love going to the beach and stuff like that. We don't go as much as we would like to. And you probably won't either, even though you think you will. Yeah. Uh, You'll find the touristy beaches like Clearwater, Daytona. Those are the ones where you're going to be like, you're you're going to avoid. They're fun (laughs) once in a while. Or if you're a tourist. Or a tourist because they're very touristy. They're kind of designed more for the people who are staying there because there's hotels and there's condos right there. Yep. If you go there as a local, there's not a whole lot of parking. And then you've got to schlep all your your tent and your cooler and all your towels and all your beach toys through town because you parked five blocks away. Yes. <laughs> That's why we never go to Clearwater anymore. Yeah. I like Clearwater every now and then because you, there's like a buzz and there's an energy there yeah. and they've got that sunset festival there. Mm-hmm. But it's like we try to find some more, more local beaches and if you move here, you will too. You'll find, right. hey, I'm going to go to Clearwater the first couple times because I like going to eat Frenchie's grouper sandwiches yeah. and hanging and out with all too. the tourists. And, yeah. and we still do every now and then. Yeah. But then you'll find the more local, quieter beaches are nice. Local too. places that you'll. you'll so sorry, go I to. I probably sidetracked you again. No. So what, what was that? Just what you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, just you people to talk come about? down and they have this image in their head. They're going to become like a beach bum. They're going to live on the, right. on the beach. And that's and, real. This is really how it is. And that's not really true. You will yeah. go every now and then. We go for Fourth uh, of July all the time. Absolutely. That's like our tradition. We go yep. to Siesta Key. And then we will just, every now and then, we'll be like, hey, it's you guys want to go to the beach yeah. this time? Okay, we'll go a couple times a like year. Like last year, we went for shark tooth hunting, um, which we did. we've talked about. You know, we went for 4th of July. Um, we went to um, we went to Fort DeSoto a couple of times last year. Um, and we went to, what is it, Honeymoon Island with the Hawk Walk, the... Um, the Osprey. Osprey Walk. Hawk, I like Hawk Walk. That's funny. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Osprey, um, you know... Osprey Trail. Osprey Trail. Thank you. So we went there, I think, once last year. So we probably went to the beach, I don't know, four or five times last year. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Which, and last year, though, we had a red tide year, so which we kinda, did. which sort of Messed put a damper those, on it, it a lot. It was the second half of the year, right. but it did definitely kind of put a damper on the second half of the year, I guess for we sure. did go more than I remember, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's cool. And that was, like you said, I mean, we mostly went the, at the first half of the mm-hmm. year, so, so we probably went once a month close to once a month or once every other month until red tide screwed everything up yeah so red tide I didn't even talk about red tide on this thing but I don't even even want to talk about red tide yeah don't so (laughs) that was kind of an anomaly this year the really bad red tide it's not normally as bad as it was this year I hope not I hope not so another thing is um, talking about like weather and things like that so down here another thing you really need to know about when you move here is like the seasons in which things are happening are definitely flip-flopped and reversed. Totally. So I grew up in the Chicago area and up there it was all about the summertime. May through September, October, early October was when all the events were, all the festivals, all the fun. Yeah. So everybody was outside doing stuff. You right. Know, you're, you're, all the sports leagues, people are outside doing all the mm-hmm. outdoor stuff. Here it's definitely reversed yeah. so and we've talked about this before we I think. have right but it is our, our festival time of year our time where everyone's outside doing things it's 
basically it's October through October March. Through, October through March, April. April, then, maybe if you're lucky that yeah, year. Like then, last year, it was cool all the way through May, which was which blew us away. Like yes, we were that's like, right. we were like, this is crazy. It's still nice outside, and it's May, you know. But um, but that was definitely an anomaly. Usually, it's March. Or April, if you're lucky. I remember going to Bush Gardens with you once in March, <laughs> and I was really, really hot. I've only been here for a couple... It was maybe it my was first like our March first year. year, yeah. Yeah, and... I was really, really hot, and and you were like, "Honey, it's March." Yeah, and it wasn't that hot. It wasn't that hot, but for <laughs> me, I was feeling hot. And then a couple months later, we went to Chicago in May. Yeah, and it was cloudy and gloomy and, and kind of cold, like in the sixties. And you were like, "I don't think it was in the sixties. I think it was like in the forties or fifties. It was chilly for May. It, it was, was cold. It was even. cold. Yeah. And I was like, "Honey, it's May." And you're like, "Okay, that's why you moved here, right?" So. Up there, people hunker down in the wintertime. You know how it is from November through December. You, you know, you, there's a little bit of outdoorsy stuff. Yeah. If you're, if you're into out, winter outdoorsy stuff, that, that's yeah. the time for it. Right, right. But here, summertime, people shut it down. You don't really go outside too much. I mean, with, uh, with exceptions, right? So people do go to the beach during the summertime. Definitely do go fishing. Um, they and- go fishing. They do outside activities. But when you do outside activities, during the summertime, you know you're going to have a day where, okay, we have to layer on the sunscreen. We need to dress coolly because it's going to be hot as heck. Drink lots of water. Drink lots of water. You know, yeah, you have to prepare. Like, it's like... Like you're going on a, I mean, I would assume, I don't know, I've never been, but I would assume it's like going on a ski trip. Like you got to have all your supplies and you got to have, you know, like make sure that you've got your gloves that have an an active warmer in it, you know, or whatever, you know, that's how it is. Um, in the summer here, you have to prepare with your supplies. You have to make sure you have tons of water. You have to make sure you have tons of sunscreen. You have to dress very coolly, you know. I and mean, you have to be ready to be hot. Yeah, and you be ready to sweat. Make sure you know you're going to be taking quite the shower when you get and home. And a lot of it is water-related stuff in, yes, the, in the summer. exactly. Like going for a hike through one of our... That doesn't happen. St- yeah, no way. <laughs> like right now, the idea of going on a hike through one of our state parks During the in summer, the middle of July... Never. No, 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 no. Because... No, no. no it, it needs to revolve around water in some way because you need to cool off right, at some point. Right, right. Yeah. Golf. A lot of people do golf in the summer, and that's a big thing here mm-hmm. as far as recreation goes, but that's... In the summer, it's early morning or after... Oh, yeah. At, you know, after 4 Late p.m. Late in the evening, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and like, you know, there's like the theme parks and things like that that are, you know, they're, during the summertime for native Floridians, for locals, if you have like the local pass, it's blocked out. Yeah. Like you don't even go to those places during the summer because everybody else is here during the summer thinking, oh, it's summertime. The kids are off school. Let's go to Disney or let's go to Universal. So it's crazy busy. It's crazy hot. It's crazy expensive. Yep. And then that's why you see parents miserable walking around Disney in the middle of summer because it's hot as heck and um and uh, natives don't do that you know natives are like at the pool or at the beach in the water (laughs) the theme parks is the next thing on my list actually or a water park well maybe we'll go to a water park yeah we've done the the Disney Typhoon Lagoon Blizzard Beach the um, water pass yeah pass which is a really good deal by the way it is uh that's next thing on my list actually is you might not go to the beach as often as you will, but like annual passes for theme parks are like a really big thing here for people they who are. live here. Like mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, us included, our two door down neighbors, a lot of people have yeah. passes and it's always like, what pass do you have this year? Oh, I'm going to Universal this year. Oh, I have the SeaWorld yeah. pass this year. I've got the Bush Gardens. Well, and the nice thing Disney. about passes like that are um, 
when you when you have kids and even when you don't have kids because I mean even when we didn't have kids we would go to Disney we would have fun we're just kind of like we like to have fun and do fun things like that um in general but um when you have kids especially you they're always wanting to do something fun on the weekends, you know? So when you have a pass that you've already bought, you it's already a part of your budget, you know? And and that's something that you can just go and enjoy and you don't have to think, oh, we're going to go, we're going to spend a ton of money right. and blah, 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 blah. I mean, you are spending a ton of money on those passes, but it's like something that you've budgeted for and that way you don't have to think about it every time. Yes. You know what I mean? It's, all, it's always something to do. You always have that you thing you have can do. It, right. And this is definitely probably more of a Central Florida thing. I know our, our show is probably a little Central Florida heavy. Would you oh, agree? Oh, sure. We, we live in Central we Florida. We live in Central Florida <laughs> and also most of the stuff to do that's kind of tourist related is, is here. A lot, of, a lot of it's in Central Florida. Right. The, yeah. the whole between Tampa through Orlando to Daytona, the whole I-4 Absolutely. corridor. So this is, if you live in South Florida or up in North Florida, you may not have an annual pass to Disney World or you <laughs> may not, World or whatever. Yeah, but... Um, but there's, you know, still the beaches in right. South Florida and, and still lots of things that you can do. But yeah. And I will say, if you are an annual pass holder, we never really get sick of going, which is weird. A lot of people think, don't you ever get sick of going? We don't really ever get tired of going. Well. But, well, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. But that's because we don't go and spend 12 hour days there. That's true. Like, that's true. if you come down one time, you've got to see everything in one yeah, day and you're like racing around. Yeah, it's like we have to around. pack everything into right. these two days. Yeah, we go for four or five hours and we turn around and go home. Yeah, we, you did, know? we went to uh, Hollywood Studios yesterday and we were there for four hours and we, were, we felt like, okay, we did our few fast passes because when you are, when you do live here and you're an annual pass holder and you go to parks quite a bit, you hate waiting in line. Yeah. Hate it. Like anything more than 30, 40 minutes, you look at that and go, I don't really want to wait in line because I can come back and do that whenever, whenever it's less busy, I can get my fast pass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, But with that said, there are some parks for me, like especially the, and I'm not going to, I'm going to not going to mention any names because I think that we have amazing parks here in Tampa and in, in um, Orlando. Amazing, amazing theme parks. But I do believe some of the parks that are just one hit parks. So like not like Disney where you've got four different parks, actually six different parks. You You're talking about to. Bush Gardens, aren't you? I, I'm not just talking about Bush Gardens. I'm talking about any park, you know, that is just a a one time, it's a one park thing. You well, it's know? like Bush Garden is by itself. Yeah, it's, well, it's got by a water itself, park too. You but... know, Sea World is the same way. It's by itself. You know, actually, Sea World and Bush Gardens are are the same owners, but they're far far apart from each other. So you're not going to go to those each one sure. the same day. You know, um, I guess you could. You could. Make I guess a challenge you could. I guess you could. But um, they're pretty far apart from each other. So. Like, Disney has six different parks you can go to. The four main parks plus two water parks. You know, Universal's got two different parks you can go to. I think that those kind of passes, you don't get tired of going all the time because there's so much variety there. So, I I do feel like it helps if there's more variety with your theme park pass. And they have events a lot. Like, we tend to go event chasing. If there's an event happening somewhere, we got to do that because it just makes a difference. And I'm not trying to knock Bush Gardens or SeaWorld or anything like that because those are both great parks too. But but I do think that You get tired of going to those faster. Yeah. I I agree. I agree. But they have really cheap passes. If you're a Florida resident... They do. They do. It's much more affordable. Right. Bush Gardens is 
like one day play for the year if you're a Florida yeah, resident. You yeah. buy one day pass for eighty nine dollars, you're mm-hmm. going for the whole year. And a lot of people around here have them. I Absolutely. know if you live in Orlando, a lot of people have passes to all the parks. Here, it seems like everybody you run into has got a Bush Garden season pass because yeah. it's something to do. Hey, it's just go Might to the as park. Well, yeah. yeah. So I was I was gonna jump back and talk about like weather again because okay. weather is definitely it's our favorite thing it's, to talk about. It's, we open every show talking about the weather. Why not talk about it again? But it's right. a big thing here. I mean, yeah. it's like a major thing. When people think about Florida, they think of heat, humidity, and hurricanes. The yes. three H's, triple H. <laughs> right. And the heat is something you you do get used to it. I've lived here for a while now, and it's something you do get used to. If you come down from the Midwest or the somewhere in the Northeast, and you're like, how do you live in this? And while well, you you grow gills to <laughs> breathe in the humidity, like we all have, we all look like Kevin Kevin Costner from Waterworld now. I I will say that um, the there's an upside to the humidity here in Florida, which is anytime I go anywhere else, especially during the winter time, I feel like my skin cracking because it just gets so dry. Remember Vegas? How how dry it is yeah, out there? Yeah, it's so dry everywhere else. And here, like your skin is just soft and supple all the Everybody's time. Everybody's glistening. Yeah, because it's so wet here all the time. And everybody has the perfect excuse for a bad hair day. You walk out and <laughs> everybody looks like they the got humidity the, the is humid crazy. hair. Yeah. But it is something you get used to. You do, you walk outside in the summertime and it's just hot and it's just hot and it's just, you expect it. And it's hot in the, and in the evening, it gets a little cooler where people can, you know, go out and do physical activities. You'll see people out jogging and running yeah. and doing things out at night a lot more and kids playing in the dust right. hours a little bit more. But the heat is something you do get used to, although you kind of, you definitely look forward to fall right oh. right oh yeah <laughs> and the one thing now we we're talking about the seasons being reversed here this is one of those negatives i think is like in the summertime when i grew up in the midwest in the chicago area summertime was like the best time to play outside with your friends you're home from school yeah and you're playing outside and you're playing baseball and you're running around the park and you're running around the neighborhood and you're riding your bike here in the summertime it kind of doesn't really happen. So kids yeah. kind of spend too much time indoors here, I think, than, we, than they do up north. Maybe that's changed. Maybe people are not doing it because they're on their phones and iPads and yeah. all day. But It is very hot. It's the hot. Summer, and yeah. I don't blame them. Like in the middle of the summer, it's the middle of July. And I'm like, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd want to be out riding my bike around outside right now either. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, it is very hot during the summertime, and that's the time the kids are off. Right. So your childhood is a little different experience here, just based on the weather. Yeah. Right? And I don't necessarily know that that's true for everyone, but I'm sure it helps if, like, you've got lots of friends in your neighborhood that are your same age. You might, like, you know, just deal with it and go out. Well, everybody kind of comes out in later hours, after 4 o'clock or so, maybe after the the thunderstorm has rolled through, then everybody's outside playing. That's true. And it gets gets dark late in those hours. It's not, the sun doesn't go down until about 8 p.m., so you've got the extra hour. But it's just the middle of the day. It's just just a different childhood experience. Yeah, I can see that. You know, um... What else was I going to say about... Oh, so the other thing is when you go back up north, if you live here for a while, you become acclimated and yeah. it gets... This is funny. This is like a total like Florida stereotype that we can't handle weather that's colder than 70. Yeah. But it's it's kind of true in a way. Like, especially me. Like, I'm probably way worse than you and you're the native. Yeah. I mean, I tend to be kind of... I don't know if you say hot-blooded or cold-blooded, but I tend to like to be cooler and I don't enjoy being hot. Um 
in general, like all the time. So when it's cold outside, I'm super happy. Like I'm super excited that when it got cold, like the fact that it's been cold for the past two weeks has been like, man, I'm in my zone. I'm so excited. Like I'm happy to put on a coat to go outside. I love it when it's cold in the house. I have to cuddle under the covers, you know. It's a nice welcome change. It's It's different, right? I love it. I just, I, I always, I would love it all the time. But, um, but you don't love it. Uh, it's it kind of depends. I don't like being out in it for a long time. And this is so lame because it's not even that cold. Like, Well, to you it is now, though. Like yeah, you, right. You have... And you were just having this conversation with one of our friends the other day about you, you were both talking. He's from Rhode Island. Right. And you guys were talking about, isn't it crazy? Like how much your skin thins out. Like you just get so much colder and it's not cold at all, but you're just cold, you know. You're just used to the heat. Like we said, you kind of develop a tolerance for the heat and an intolerance for the cold. Yeah. So when you go back up north for any reason, I remember I lived here for a couple of years and I went up back to Chicago for like a Christmas time. And I got off the plane. I had not been in Illinois in a couple of years. And I got off the plane and I walked out the you know little jetway and I could feel the cold air coming in. I'm like, ooh, that's like really cold air. And we walk out to the parking garage and it wasn't even like sub-zero temperatures. It was just typical, you know, 35, 28 mm-hmm. degrees maybe. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is like real winter cold all of a sudden. <laughs> like I haven't felt this in a while. Like I forgot what this feels like. Now it gets below 50 and I feel like, ooh, it's really, really cold. Yeah. I remember a time you and I went to a Bucks game. It was like the last game of the season. It was about a few years ago. And it was during one of those unseasonably cold spells we had here. Yeah. It was a day game. It wasn't even a night game. But it was maybe in the 40 degree uh-huh. range, 45. But it was pretty windy. And we okay. were like wearing coats and gloves and hats. And it felt like we were, it felt like Lambeau Field in January <laughs> to me. And I'm like, this is not even that cold for everybody else. Yeah. But something about that. So. Yeah, you, I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, my my skin has always been this way because <laughs> I lived here my whole life. So I don't know. But but you guys sure talk about it like it's a real thing. So the, I believe you. The weather changes you. The weather here <laughs> definitely changes you. It hardens you. <laughs> what else you got on your list? Um, So this is sort of one of those positive negatives okay okay so when you move down here you'll definitely i think you know this so many people who are from here who live here are from somewhere else right so, i do know this <laughs> i'm from chicago my na- our neighbors just to our neighbor na- are, are right are from one of them's from michigan the other one's from ohio yeah to our left they're both from texas yep. next door neighbor there they're both from illinois again yeah um, so, so many people here are from somewhere else, which yes. is kind of cool. So everywhere you meet, everybody's got their own story to tell. Yeah. Uh, lots of, lots of people here are from the Northeast or from the Midwest. So lots of people from Wisconsin, Ohio, Illinois, yep. Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey. Yep. Our, our friends who are going to go watch Super Bowl with in a little bit are from Rhode Island. They're yep. Patriot fans, yep. obviously being from Rhode Island. So it's kind of cool because everyone's from a different place. At that party, there will be people from everywhere. You get to talk stories. But because of that, I feel like a lot of cities sort of lack like a civic pride. Do you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. So a lot of people don't think. 100%. This is my city. I'm Tampa is my city. Orlando is my city. Miami is my city. Jacksonville is my city. It's like I'm from that place. That's my city. I just live here now. Yes. And I hate that. I really hate that mindset. Yeah. I feel like if you've lived here for a while, then you should kind of, this is your city now and take pride in where you live now. Uh, I mean, I get, I get it. I mean, I totally get, I am from, I'm from here, you know, obviously I'm, 
and if you had to ask me what baseball team I'm going to root for every day of the week and twice on Sunday, I'm going to say the Cubs. And that's as see, okay, <laughs> I'm guilty of that too. But, but but that so but again, if you ask me about football, I'm going to say the Bucks because my dad has had um, Bucks tickets. You know, he's been a season ticket holder since they became an expansion team in '76. So like the Bucks is part of my you know background as part of what I've known growing up. Baseball isn't as big a deal here. I mean, we have the Rays, but they when did they become a 90, team? 98. Yeah, so not when really when I was not a kid. even a generation of people yeah. have passed since they've been here, right? right. So, um, and even still, like nobody attends the games because the stadium stinks, you know. So, I mean, the you don't have that kind of like you know, oh, they're my team with a baseball team like you do with the football team. So I think, but even still with the football team, we have a lot of fair weather fans, you we know. Do. I actually if, have that on my list. And yeah, so I mean, if, if Tampa Bay is doing great, which they did, oh, gosh, when was it? 12, 13, 14 years ago, they went to the Super Bowl and won. 2004, yeah. Um, so that was a big deal and everybody was huge fans and the, everybody was the whole you know every, the stadium was sold out and we you and I both were watching the games and so excited do we watch the the bucks games every time right now no nope. i mean if it's well, not really no i mean we don't really watch it that much but you know you and i are are fall into that too i mean we're kind of fair weather fans if they're if they're doing well we'll watch them same thing though with the cubs really right. you know um well, if they're doing well we'll watch them sports team loyalty is one thing that i definitely want to talk about but i mean like just people will come down and be like oh back in new york we had better this or back in chicago we did this better oh you back. don't mean sports teams well i do i do mean that too oh, that's oh, one of the okay. things i wanted to talk about too but just people kind of like don't treat the city they live in now as home they think of it as more like back where I came from is home. Now this is just kind of where I live. And okay. and they don't really like get behind their city as much. But with sports teams though, I told I, that's something that definitely is a thing. Like lots and lots of people here are like fans of the city they came from. Yeah. And then they'll treat like their old school, their old city as like that's my team and then the the teams here is like okay, I'll root for them when they're good. Yeah. Right? Well, kind of. There's some ex- exceptions to that. Yeah. I, I was going to say the Bucks are definitely guilty of that the lightning now are kind of there's they're a popular oh, yeah, team they're, they've got fans but they're also good so maybe that's yeah maybe when they're bad no one will go yeah <laughs> right um down in miami that's different like well like the dolphins they were really good in the 80s now they're kind of like eh you know mm-hmm. the hockey team down there isn't doing so great i will say though i think and i i know it's not true for you and me but um i think a lot of floridians or transplanted floridians they are way more avid and, you know, have very strong convictions about their sports teams when they're talking about college sports. College sports is a whole different thing. Yeah. So, I mean, the fair weatherness doesn't apply for college because the, I mean, I, I mean, I went to the University of Florida, so I am a Gator and... I I I have had you know very many a lot of people tell me that I'm not a real gator because even though I graduated from the University of Florida like I don't hate Seminoles you know so I'm not a real gator then so I mean this is the kind of hatred and rivalry that these people have toward each other if you don't hate their rival then you're not a real gator you know that's almost so, like hate the uh, hate your rival more than you love your own home yeah right. exactly and that's how how it is in college football I mean they're 
they're nuts sometimes, you know? I mean, they really go all out with this crazy stuff. I remember when I was going to school there, um, they had like people like slamming, um, like breaking car windshields and stuff. It was like, guys, this is like, you know, crime. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like, it is. Exactly. Ossifer. I said Ossifer because you've been a drink. Officer, I, you know, I didn't mean to break the window. The the Gators won a game. Oh, okay. Well, here you go. I'll just give you a warning. It's all good. Right. You went, that was in Gainesville. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's Southern Illinois and Carbondale. It's Southern Illinois and Carbondale. We did that just because it was Wednesday. (laughs) Right. Really? (laughs) Well, Halloween was the big deal there. Really? Yeah. Down there, people would tailgate in the games and hardly even go in. And then. The whole different deal. Yeah. Look up Southern Illinois in the 80s and 90s. Oh, man. Crazy. Crazy times. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think I think that there's a lot more, like, loyalty to teams when you're talking about college football. And I think that's a more of, a, like, a Southern thing. Right. Right. Um, and by Southern, I mean, like, not just, you know, Florida, but Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, all those, you know, states are very into their college football. Well, one more. One other thing, though, about this is I can definitely see why, like, the football teams down here, you've got the... the Jaguars and the Bucks and the Dolphins and stuff and not just all the sports teams in general especially NFL they don't really do quite as good as teams up north maybe sports teams in general because this time of year that when NFL is going on it's the fall yeah everywhere else is kind of the weather's kind of turning sour and there's nothing yeah. better to do but sit inside and watch the games so we're down here in the winter time that's true I want to be outside you know yeah, what I mean yeah, like yeah. I will admit I've become less of a sports fan especially nfl fans since living down here just because come sunday i want to be outside doing it's stuff beautiful right, yeah right you know? no i get it but long story short we took this is this has been a long topic yeah, sorry don't be the dude who walks down who moves down here and then just starts hating on the locals and hating on the team and being a contrarian just well, because well i will nobody say likes this, that guy say this too because i i thought you were talking about sports and i think you were talking a little about bit sports, a little bit but um but there's also, like you said, the other side of it, which is, you know, oh, Flor- like a lot of people hate on Florida. Um, and I and I understand that sometimes we've earned that. Florida man. <laughs> we're, we're getting to Florida man. But, um, but a lot of people hate on Florida. And I remember we were talking about it at work one day. Um, some people were saying, you know, what do you love about Florida? Or, you know, where would you live if you could live anywhere? And like, like four or five people got up and talked about it. Um, and everybody said, you know, I would live exactly where I am. I want to be where I am. And then this one guy got up and said, I would move to, I don't even remember what he said, but he's like said Michigan or something like somewhere far away. And he talked about all the problems with Florida and all this stuff. Michigan. And I don't remember what they he said. Have, it, maybe it wasn't Michigan. Not, not, okay. I can't remember, but, um, <laughs> yeah, our neighbors are from Michigan. It's not like they so don't watch- have any problems either. I mean, there's Detroit and Flint. I mean, well, so anyway, I don't remember exactly what state he said, but he didn't say Florida. He said somewhere else okay. and said he wanted to move somewhere else. And my overwhelming response, and I wasn't the only one because we uh, there were several of us that kind of responded like this, which is, "Well, go get yeah, out. You, got you know, <laughs> you know, if you don't like it here, then leave." Um, so if you, I mean, most of the people who come to Florida want to be in Florida. That's which the thing. I like that. I mean, if you want to be here, come and be here. If you don't want to be here, then go. Right. We don't want you here. If you've come to the state, it's because you want to be here. Right. 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 So, sorry. Go ahead. I get that you're not stuck here. If you don't, if you want to move, yeah, nobody's keeping you. It's funny you say that because like I mentioned before, a lot of people who are born here, they're the ones who seem to want to leave. Right? Yeah. 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 So. And you should. If you don't want to live here, you should go. Yep. Don't let the door hit you with a good <laughs> I, Lord I didn't split say you. that. <laughs> <laughs> 
so hurricane season. I want to talk about this okay. just a little bit because you move down here and you want to live somewhere and you got to choose a place to live. Everyone wants to live by the beach or whatever. When I first moved down here, first thing I did, I did that whole thing. I want to live by the water. I want to do all the the stuff that you do when you want to move to Florida. And I yeah. picked a, an apartment complex right on the water yep. by the bay. Um, yeah. I really liked it. We had a fishing pier. You could walk out there and see the water and stuff like that. Um, would I live within 10 miles of the ocean now? It's a question you got to ask yourself because we do get hurricanes. Well, you don't and you could. Well, I mean, do I want to? That's what I'm saying. I still probably, that's the thing. Like, would I want to? Yes. But then there's every couple years we do get a hurricane. Well, not only that, but it's redonkulously expensive. It's very expensive. And it's expensive <laughs> is to insure, too. Yeah. So, I mean, there are reasons why not everyone lives on the water. <laughs> there's Well, yeah, besides this. <laughs> yes. But then there's that thing where every couple years something comes up and it's like, a mass evacuation and you got to turn yep. your whole life upside down to yep. leave. And if you, yeah. wherever you live, just look at, say, you, whatever city you live in, if you don't live in Florida, look at one particular line of suburbs and imagine if something was coming and all those people had to leave yeah. all at once, right? Here, and you are one of those people and you got to get out of Dodge. So right. here, the, Florida's used to it though and they do a really good job of getting people out and they're super organized and they, yeah. are, they are really, really good about it. Like the last couple we had was... Well, there was Michael, um, and then there was Irma was the affected everybody. Yeah. We had to get out for Charlie. Do you remember that? Yeah. We lived in an evacuation zone A, and we had to leave, but we were planning on leaving anyway. Remember? Yeah, we had a trip planned. We had a trip planned in New Orleans, which was perfectly coincided with evacuation, so we, <laughs> we got really lucky, and then we flew out of the airport, and then we looked down over the bridges, yeah. and it was one of those sites I will never forget. Me neither. Because you saw... Hundreds of cars, thousands of cars on all the bridges coming out of Pinellas County. Only on one side. On one side and nobody going the other way. Exactly. It reminded me of that scene from Independence Day when yeah. everyone's trying to leave everyone's like DC. Yep. Yeah. It, remind, it was like surreal to see that. Yeah. So if you live somewhere near the coast, it's not every summer, but it's just one of those things that eventually it's going to come up where you might yeah. have to get out of Dodge. But I mean, there are plenty of places to live relatively near the water, you know, that you don't have to evacuate. Like we currently live in a place that is not. No, we don't. Ev- we don't. A, we don't live, have an evacuation. Right. We're not in an evacuation. We had friends place. who live in evacuation zone who came up here. Yeah, we did. Us. We did. Um, so, so it's not like you have to live, you know, miles and miles, you know, hours and hours in, you know, inland. Inland. Thank you. Um, we're forty five minutes to an hour from the beach, you know. So I mean that, and we are not in an evacuation zone. So and I, that's why I, that's another reason why I picked this part of the state to live in is because we're like not in the middle of Orlando, because I didn't want to be landlocked, mm-hmm. and I didn't really want to live in where all the tourist stuff is because I kind of wanted to go there Visit. and make, make that special. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not really really close to the beaches either. We're we're close enough. We're closer yeah. than landlocked, but it's like when we go there, it still kind of feels special. Yeah, you know. Yeah. that's, that's kind of why I completely agree. Here. Completely agree. Um, but, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen probably the memes of, of like, you know, it's the below 60 degrees and Floridians are like crying and whining and, you know, but there's a cat five hit on our way and they're, and Floridians are like, here, hold my beer. Here it you comes. Know? Right, right. <laughs> right, right. No big deal. So it's all in what you know, yep. you know, and like you said, like Florida's very, very good at 
organizing itself for a hurricane, you know? So, because we've done it our whole lives. And you most know? of the time, though, it people will leave and then nothing happens. Like, it'll Absolutely. hit somewhere else. That's what happened for yeah. Charlie. We, we were like ground zero for that thing yeah. we thought and then we laughed and then nothing happened well what, what happened is everybody evacuated to orlando and then charlie hit orlando hit, hit there and then they all yeah. got stuck there yeah <laughs> and we so. were in new orleans watching from tv <laughs> right I, I still remember seeing like jim cantori in tampa being like well the party missed us and he, it's like sunny where he was <laughs> right 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 the party <laughs> so yeah it's just one of those things to think about no it is every it now is. and then you might have to get out of dodge yeah but again i mean it's like it's like if you had to pick a natural disaster that you were going to live around, would you want to live near an earthquake, which is, you know, randomly comes up and when you don't, yeah, yeah. you have no warning. Would you about uh, tornadoes, very little warning, you know, and drastic like destruction or hurricane where you have like six days warning. I, I'm, I'm picking hurricane. The thing about that though, and I totally remember this thinking this during Irma because Irma was like a long, slow march. It was very slow, yeah. And it was like... It you was s- like two weeks. Right. We were like, gosh, is this ever going to get here? I know, but you saw it completely turn over these islands in the Caribbean and then yeah. you saw it like slowly coming to you and yeah. then I remember following all these threads all over online where it was like, it might go up the East Coast, might go up the West Coast. Nobody wanted it, but you didn't want... If it didn't hit you, you knew these other people got hosed. Yeah, you didn't weren't wishing so, it on anyone. Right, and then the last couple of days, you're like, where's it going to go? Where's it going to go? And then you saw it coming up the Gulf Coast, and it was like this sinking pit in your stomach. Yeah. After all that time, you're like, oh. Well, and I remember, not to go too deep into this, but I remember very vividly, you were like, I think we should leave. I think we the, should leave. Yeah, the first like the day before, morning before. Morning before, yeah. And I'm like, no, we're fine. And you're like... I think we should leave, <laughs> you know? And like, and then you started to scare me because I was like, well, maybe we should leave. Well, you know? this one, this one, like the day before the last like forecast came out that showed it hitting just South of us, about 20 miles South of us as a category four. And we're like, Whoa, that's going to be like a big deal right here. Yeah. And it didn't hit us direct. It, it did. It went it, a little South. It went South of here. And, um, I hate talking about this cause it's like, we talk about it like it missed us and it didn't. There's other people who could be listening to this that got affected directly. Yeah, so of feel, course. No, but I feel, yeah, we're just talking about us right. like, personally, where it didn't hit us directly, but it did affect a lot of people. But it was right. But it's just weird to see this thing coming and coming and coming. It's it's marching away. It's across the Caribbean. Then it turns north, and you're freaking out. And all of a sudden, it's here. And then one night, the trees in the backyard are, are shaking, crazy, yeah. and everything's howling. And it's like, wow, that storm we've been talking about for a week right. and a half is. On top of us now. And I will say, too, that I, I'm very thankful, and I know that you are, too, that we didn't leave because we ended up having damage from that storm. We like had water we had, coming in. We had water coming in our baseboards, and it was coming in fast. And, you know, thank goodness we didn't run out of – the power didn't go out, and we had basically wet backs going the whole night, which if you've never had two wet backs going all night long, you, that's a, a different layer of hell. It is a nightmare. <laughs> very loud my but, experience um, if you ask but me, i was what, very thankful for those wet vacs because they right. enabled us to not have flooding damage our neighbors brought over wet, wet vacs we had a little a little cracks in our stucco here's a hurricane tip yeah if you've got cracks in your stucco seal them up because water was coming in through that and was right. pushing it through the wall it wasn't a big deal in the in the grand scheme because but we were able be, to manage it right we were home and we were sucking it all up with the wet vacs yeah but, but if we hadn't been home we would have had a lot of damage and if we had gone out if the power had gone out we would have had a lot of damage so we were very very fortunate yes yes um but but yeah i mean then you think about michael hitting the panhandle and that was just like 
it looked like a tornado. I mean, it, uh, that's what a hurricane is. It's a giant tornado, basically. But I mean, they were they were leveled. Homes were just leveled, you know, out there. So and here it barely was anything. So yeah. it's a funny thing. You see that thing on the on the Weather Channel. It's a monster storm. But right over here. Eh. So I'm not I'm not minimizing the damage or the you know destruction that a hurricane can do. But I will say that if I have like I said before, if I have to choose between something I get six to twelve days notice on, or you never know when it's going to happen i'm going to choose the one i have a lot of notice on yep yep so anyway go ahead um enough about that yeah um da, 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 da. okay so this is a good thing uh, this is a good thing i like about this is uh, okay good. one of those things that's really good okay. about florida i mean there are things good i like living i, I here. know i think you said a lot of things i, that I like are good. living here um it's really easy to do a staycation in Florida. That's so true. If you come here and you've got like a long weekend, yes, there's a lot of different places to go, and not just theme parks. We can, we, you could go there. You could spend yeah. four days at Disney World, but there's also like St. Augustine. Yep. You can go down to the Keys. Yep. Panhandle's got a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cities here, so that are very different from each other. Yes. So. If you're here for an extended amount of time, you live here and you want to take time off, there's a lot of cool stuff to do that's local for like a, a staycation. And a big one is cruises. Yes. So a lot, every major city here, Jacksonville, Tampa, Orlando, not Orlando directly, but like Port Canaveral, which isn't far from there, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, they all have cruise ports. Yes. So everybody else who lives everywhere else in the, in the country, when they, when they want to take a cruise out of Florida, they have to fly to Florida. They got to fly down. That adds expense. You just yeah. added a couple of thousand bucks just to, to your cruise price. Yes. To get on a cruise ship. We're here for us. I mean, if we wanted to take a cruise out to Port of Tampa, it's a 30 minute drive down the street. Yeah. We're on a cruise ship. Take an Uber so, and you're there. Right. So it's a really cool perk to have that really close. It is. That you, is true. Yeah. Now the flip side of that, is if you want to take a road trip somewhere. It oh, takes forever to get out of the state. Yes. So that's the opposite <laughs> of this. So say you live in the Midwest or even the Northeast, I guess, even though you can't really go east from the Northeast because you're in the Atlantic Ocean. But if, you are, <laughs> if you're like in the middle of the country somewhere and you want to take a road trip, hey, let's take a road trip somewhere. And you can 360 degree circle. You can go to lots of different places. Yeah. Here, you can only go north. Yeah, and it takes you five, four, four and a half hours to get out of the state of Florida. Yes. So, um, and that's just going direct. You know, if you want to go like well, from where west, we live, it takes four or five yeah, hours. Oh, I'm if sorry. you live in yeah, Jacksonville, yeah, yeah. you're right there. Yeah, or that's Pensacola, from you're Tampa, right there. from where we are, which is actually north of Tampa. Um, it takes us about four and a half hours. If we're just going straight up the state, about four and a half hours. If we want to go like through the Panhandle, then you're you could be at like eight or nine hours. You know, um, and if you're in Miami, that's a, adds another four and a half to five hours that's a long drive from there yeah so i mean that that's something to think about too you know not that not that that'll stop you from moving to florida but um but it's definitely a long road trip when you leave the state yeah there's times where we want to plan a summer vacation and we want to drive somewhere yeah because it's fun i we used to drive down here and you're like well where should we go well there's only so many places you can really drive to you could drive anywhere if you've got enough time to stay but sometimes we just want to get somewhere within a day and Two or three times now, we've gone to the Smoky Mountains yeah. because it's not that far of a drive. It's about a day trip. Yeah. yeah. And it's a cool place to go. So we drive up there. Yeah. And we and it's halfway between my family and Chicago. So it's a, not a bad way for them to meet us down there. So yeah. that's one of those things that I don't think people really think about too much. Yeah, that's if you true. want If you want to go on a road trip outside the state, well, you've, there's only one to way to go because yeah. it's a peninsula. Everything else is surrounded by water. That's true. That yeah. is very true. What about you? Do you have anything you wanted to ask me or do you have any like weird Florida? Yeah. Well, I was just wondering like what your um 
Like, what, what's your favorite thing about here? And, like, what's your least favorite thing? So, uh, I really like that there's just... There is a lot to do here. Like, I grew up in the Chicago area, which is a big city. But I actually feel like there's more to do here. Just because there's... Yeah. In the summertime, you, you can go... It's hot. Yeah. But, but nobody, it's not like... It's not, you know... It's sorry, I didn't interrupt you, no, but it's no, not no. like it's not like you can't go out. I mean, right. it's not like you can't be out in it. You could get frostbite, you know, like if you go out and stay out in the cold too long up north. But here, you're just gonna get hot. You'll just get you heat know? stroke. You'll yeah. die from heat stroke. <laughs> well, you're not gonna get history. You just need to drink pl- plenty of water right. and wear a hat. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's like not as big a deal. I feel like. Well, uh, the like we said, the seasons are reversed here. Summertime is the winter up there where people hunker down. But nobody really gets like I don't think anyway. There might be somebody. I can't speak for everybody, but you don't really get the 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 blues from warm weather you know it's sunny yeah, you don't, sunny, don't get sad you don't get sad from it being right. hot you get you might get sad and cabin fever from being indoors too much yeah but i've said this before there's been days when in july where it rains for a couple days straight and i'm like come on man just yeah. stop raining yeah yeah but i just think there's just there is a lot to do here i know like if you look at a lot of lists of cities and they rank really high here on stuff to do in the winter time. There's always festivals and events and yeah. stuff happening. They got the theme parks, which I know is kind of cliche, but we, and we talk about that a lot because people like to hear that a lot of really good state parks, a lot of beaches, a yeah. lot of fishing and springs. springs. Yeah. There is a lot a lot to do here. A lot of great scuba diving and yeah. not just necessarily in the ocean or the Gulf, but in springs, in springs here too. Yeah, yeah. That's something that I've done. We both have gone diving not yeah. as much as I'd like to I need to get back into that but like outdoor recreation here is definitely a big deal yeah but it's water it's a lot of water related yeah. stuff it's a lot of fishing boating right canoeing kayaking golf is really big here. Yeah. it's like we have more golf courses than anywhere here yeah um hiking and biking you're probably a little different here than you than anywhere else you're not going to have mountain hiking or no but i mean we do still have hiking and and biking i mean we have some state parks that are really famous for biking actually and um and the time like I, like we said before the time to do that is kind of during the winter time the winter when time, it's yep. nice when it's nice yep. i mean you could go out there during the summer but the the heat and the bugs are are just just horrible. Now, and I also wanted to say this too that, like, and I could be wrong, so correct me if I'm okay. wrong. But and I will. Isn't it true? Isn't it true though that while the su- the winters up north are are can be brutal, can't the summers also be brutal? Like well, you you talk right. about the summers like they're they're like like heaven, but from what I understand, it's gotten over hundred in in Chicago many many times for your family and. It never breaks a hundred here, hardly. It doesn't. You know? It's weird. I don't think if you look, it's never broken a hundred. It's maybe down in South Florida it has. The, I looked this up actually just the oh, other day. Oh, good. The record um, in Florida is a hundred and three degrees, and it was like in nineteen thirty or something okay. like that, and that was the record te- high temperature, a hundred and three. So in all of Florida. In all of Florida. Yeah, and I want to say every year it seems to get that hot in the Midwest. Or even in yeah, northeast, but at least once or twice. Typically, here in the summer, it's in the nineties. But it's not every day. Like most of the time up there, it's in the seventies or eighties. It's nice, and then you'll get these real, real hot spells where it's just miserably hot. Where here, it's every day. It's going to be 90, yeah. 95 degrees. You're <laughs> right. just used to it. Yeah, it's very predictable. It's got to be super easy to be a weatherman down here in the summer. Well, um, what's I it going to be? It's going to be ninety five <laughs> degrees with a hundred yeah. percent chance of rain in the afternoon. Yeah, Back more. to you with the sports, <laughs> right? 
Um, so what's your least favorite thing about Florida? Um, so I did think about this too, in case you asked me. Least favorite, probably, um, this is like the biggest, third biggest state now. I want to, I think I just saw that in five, five years ago, four years ago, Florida beat New York for population. So we're, it's California, Texas, and Florida now. Yeah. So there's a lot of people here. I think there's like a 800 to a thousand people moving here every day. And there's a lot of people moving here and there's a lot of sprawl. So like Miami is probably the only really like legitimately big city. If you drive through Orlando or Tampa or Jacksonville, which are the other kind of three medium sized cities, then you go to Miami. Miami feels like a real city, right? It's a sprawler for sure. (laughs) But it's sprawl from like from all the way up the southeast coast. Like, it doesn't even end, really, because it's like Miami, and then it goes into Fort Lauderdale, and, West Palm. you know, West Palm. Like, so it's like, just continually city, 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 and you've gone through, like, four cities, and you didn't right. even know it, you know? In my head, I think they're just one, they're close to each other, and yeah. I look at them on the map, like, no, that's like from New York to Boston, except one continuous right. metropolitan, metropolitan area down there. Here, it's kind of the same. You've got St. Pete, Clearwater, Tampa, one big sprawl and so there is a lot of sprawl here rather than building cities up like you would do in some of these bigger northeast cities they build them out so it's just suburban patchwork here Mm. like i've actually kind of a couple times i've compared like the tampa bay area to like a mini la where if you've ever been to la it's just a sprawl it's not nearly as big as that i mean la is a whole different planet but like it's just a sprawl, and that brings a lot of traffic, and we don't have the greatest mass transit systems around here. There's not a whole lot of trains. Yeah. And so a lot of sprawl, which means a lot of traffic, which means you've got a lot of long commutes. Gotcha. That's probably so one that's of the- So that's your least favorite? Yeah, that and the July weather. Well, so, but you teased this a little bit, and you never really talked about it, the Florida man. Florida man. man. That's the other guy. I want to finish with Florida man, because okay. you said people- like to hate on Florida, right? Well, From a, they do, and it's kind of a joke, right? It's I like mean, a meme now. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's from Florida. Oh, well, of course he is. Of course you know? he is, right. So <laughs> yeah. I, I like this too. In fact, me and some friends, we wanted to start a Florida Man podcast. as a second podcast. I don't know if we will because it looks like it's being done by people who are probably... Funnier can, than can us. do it way funnier <laughs> than us, yeah. But yeah. if you don't know who Florida Man is, right now, doesn't matter. Just Google Florida Man. And see what news stories come up. But then you have to think of Florida Man like he's a superhero. <laughs> there's Batman, there's Iron Man, Spider-Man, Superman, Aquaman, and then Florida there's Man. Florida Man. <laughs> and so when you see these stories, it'll say, like, there was one famous one, like, Florida Man arrested after throwing a three-foot alligator through a Wendy's drive through window or something like that. <laughs> or Florida Man, I can't there's even... There's tons of them. There's tons of them. Florida Man did some yeah. crazy, crazy story. And they're all hilarious. Me and my friends love them. We're yeah. always sharing them with each other. Look what Florida Man is up to this time. And yeah. There's Halloween costumes about Florida Man. Right. So, but living here, though... I don't really think Florida is any weirder than anywhere else. Like, I've never really met Florida Man in person. <laughs> right. Um, I don't think I have. Right. And it's like, so the reason why, like, Florida Man is a thing is because they have these really, I feel like such an apologist now, but <laughs> I'm going to defend my state. Um, there's like these, Florida has some of the most open laws regarding court records and police records. They call them sunshine laws. Right. So journalists and reporters want to like find some funny stories. They go, oh, I'm going to look through Florida because it's really easy. Yeah. And they'll find, oh, Florida man did, 
I don't know. I saw there's a lot of ones involving Florida man running from the police and getting bitten by an alligator, I which gotcha. is the most Florida so man So because our ever. public records laws are so broad... They can easily find stuff. They can stuff. easily find stories on on Florida men who have been... Because I'm sure a Florida woman is also a um, a meme, too. I'm sure... I'm going to look up... I'm going to Google Florida man right now. This is going to be a live experiment and see what we find. Oh, dear. But, um, yeah, so because of that, you've got, like... And because the media, media and people love Florida man, the journalists, yeah, they love to say, they picked up let's on find it. some more Florida yeah, man stories and yeah. put that out there. So Florida man has become kind of a, a national joke well, so now. I, I know that... So I know that's part of it. But I also know that, um, and and again, I'm not I'm not trying to get political or anything like that. But I know that Florida tends to be associated as a very convert conservative state as well. Kind of. I don't think it really is, though. Really? I think we're very middle of the road. Well, I know, but I don't think people think of that. They don't think of that. You know, so I think that they think of it as a conservative state, which there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that conservatives bad and liberals good or whatever. But I'm just saying that it seems like. Um, like people tend to associate it as a conservative state while I like you said I think it's a very mixed state like it seems like there's a lot of all kinds of different beliefs and and leanings here in Florida and um and I don't really know how it got that kind of um you know uh ideal ideal behind it you know like I've said the north part of Florida is the south and the south part of Florida is the north is where all the <laughs> transplants live. All the people from New York and Chicago and Pennsylvania yeah. and Boston, well, didn't you, Rhode Island, our neighbors. Didn't you from also see something about like because um, there, so there's that old thing about when Key West seceded from the, the United States. <sighs> One of my favorite stories. Yeah. I wish they'd make a movie out of that. Um, so tell it really. Tell the the Cliff Notes version really. Cliff quick. Notes version. I actually want to do a whole podcast about this, but the Cliff Notes version is back. I want to say 1980. Uh, Key West was mad because they put a roadblock on the uh, that the bridge. The, the bridge or whatever that leads off the Keys because they were trying to keep uh, they were looking for like drugs and Cubans and things like that coming in cigars no oh, like people, people. Okay. yeah I think it might have been like people things were coming into Key West and they okay. didn't, so they put a roadblock there people at Key West hated that they said well, you guys are treating us like we're a foreign country you got a roadblock on our island yeah. And if you're going to treat us like a foreign country, we're going to become a foreign country. Right. So they seceded from the United States, <laughs> declared war on the U.S. I think they like uh, sprayed water cannons and threw Cuban bread at like Coast Guard or Navy ships, like as an actual war. There was like the Jeez. Battle of Key West. <laughs> Surrendered. Wasn't this all on the same day? It was all something? like within a day or two of each other. Now, I'm probably getting some of the details wrong. They surrendered. Um, and then declared, asked for um, federal aid to rebuild the republic the very next day. Like, it was a big, like, gag. Yeah, like a PR stunt. Right. And then it became, and then they put on their flag, Key West, we seceded where others failed. Right. So funny. I love yeah. that story. But I guess it actually, like, worked. And they lifted the... The, 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 the barrier? Yeah, the barrier. I guess okay. it was causing a lot of traffic problems, people coming and going. They wanted it coming out of Key West. And... I think um, a, the mayor gave like his secession speech and then he walked <laughs> over and he found a guy in a naval uniform who was there. It was a Navy base there in Key West. Uh-huh. And he hit him over the head with a piece of bread, like of Cuban bread. And that was like the act of aggression. Like, uh-huh. we are finally at war with the U.S. You represent the U.S. Just some random Navy guy. And he hit him with a piece of bread. And that was how, that was the first shot that started the Key West versus U.S. war. Okay. And then they, the next day, they apologized and, you know, <laughs> surrendered. and Right. 
But where are we? How did this? Um, how did we get on this rabbit hole? Well, so no, I was just gonna say because I was talking about how everyone associates Florida as a conservative oh, right, state, right. which is there was another thing where at one point somebody said, "Oh, we should separate Florida into North Florida and South Florida." I'm for it. And <laughs> stop. And so South Florida is, you know, obviously going to probably be more of a liberal state if that's the, you know, if that's actually if that were to actually happen, and North Florida would be more of a conservative. Build state. the wall, make the North Florida pay for it <laughs> right <laughs> right so um so anyway but i but so you're right in that sense like it is very much like the tra- a lot of transplants down in the south and a lot of like native floridians tend to be i guess more north um which is kind of how the counties kind of line up too when yeah. you're looking at like the the political maps and things like that when 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 it's election time but anyway i digress we told ourselves we would never go down this wormhole on this show. So I Googled Florida Man. I want to do a live experiment. I okay. just Googled Florida Man. And okay. you got to think of him as a superhero. He's Superman, yes. Batman, Iron Man, got Spider-Man, it. Florida Man. Florida Man thought he stole... Opi- oh, I can't talk. Florida Man thought he stole opioids. He took laxatives instead. Okay. Womp womp. That reminds me of that scene in um, A Few Good Men where the guy's like... Um, your 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 client had a bag of of marijuana, and he goes, "My client had a bag of oregano. My client's an idiot. That's not against the law." <laughs> Florida man who attacked Minions mascot gets jail time. Okay, that sounds like it probably happened at Universal. <laughs> yeah, probably. he might not have been a Florida man. He might have been a tourist. Oh, Captain! Oh, he's from Daytona Beach. Yeah, he's Florida man. Okay. Um, let me see if I can find more Florida man stories here. Florida man finds World War II grenade, tosses it in the trunk, brings it. Oh, he, I it got cut off. Never oh. mind that story. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to click the that's link. That's intriguing. That sounds like a, a cliffhanger. We'll I'm, have to see what happens. I need, with I, the, I need to know what happened. The Florida man grenade. It ha- oh, okay. Tosses it in the trunk, brings it into a Taco Bell. So you got. <laughs> You got the trifecta there. You got Florida Man, Taco, Taco Bell, Bell and and World War II grenades. So, <laughs> oh gosh. Well, we. I mean, I feel like we've kind of gone off the rails here, but um, but all in all, if you have to say something to people who are thinking about moving here, would you recommend? I it? would recommend it, knowing that there's some stuff that is going to be different than than, than you, you think. Than you think. You're going to have preconceived <laughs> notions that might yeah. change, or you might. I have uh, when I first moved here. I moved down here with a friend of mine from college who was living in Denver, Colorado at the time. Yeah. He didn't like it. He moved back to Denver within a couple months. So you might. It's not for everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he was kind of he liked the mountains and the rugged outdoors, which is you don't really have rugged outdoors here. There's outdoors here. Yeah. But there's not rugged outdoors here. And there's not really mountainous scenery here. Yeah. We have really cool cloud formations and awesome lightning at night. That's our scenery. We do. But and we have gators, we have you know. Gators. We um, have Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain, Big Splash Mountain. Venomous snakes. We have lots of wildlife that's kind of rugged. They say it's America's Australia. You ever heard that? You've told me that. Yeah. So yes, I've heard it. <laughs> Stingrays and jellyfish and I actually love that stuff. Yeah. I love knowing there's like wild animals in our backyard. There are. I love that. There often are. I love that. I actually love that. Oh, gosh. Well, this was a good time. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much anywhere you download a podcast. Another more direct way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through on the button that says Become a Patron. It's a safe and secure way that you can support the show, and there are different levels, some of which will give you bonus content and even qualify you as an advertiser on the show. There is also an Amazon link on our webpage. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast or search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We will see you guys next time.